You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, you are listening to episode 26 of the Blended Family Podcast, and this is our Mother's Day show with special guest Lauren Jean. Don't worry, dads, we'll have a special for you too when Father's Day arrives, but today's show is all about the moms. Doesn't matter whether you are a bio mom, stepmom, or both, today's show is about you, the challenges you face, and the amazing strength and resiliency of women, and most of all, moms. So let me introduce our guest for today. Lauren is a holistic health and happiness coach. She works with mamas to help them realize that they are not only a mom, but a woman who has wants, needs, and desires too, that they need to take care of themselves so that they are capable of leading a strong, vibrant family. She believes if mom is healthy and happy, so is the family. She's also podcast host of her own show called Lauren Jean, The Mama's Coach, where she helps out moms. So welcome to the show, Lauren. Thanks for being here. No problem. It's great to be here. Thank you. So Lauren, I am a listener of your podcast and I love your energy. It's quite contagious. I think a podcast for moms is really needed. Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to do a podcast for moms? Sure. Um, Well, it didn't start off being as a podcast. That was not my intention at all, although I did listen to them very frequently. Um, I started off by writing, and I quickly discovered that that was not my strong point. (laughs) I had started a blog on my website, and I was consistent with it and kind of proud of it. I did it for about two months, and then it just started to feel like work. And I didn't really like that. I wanted this to continue to be my passion. So I was searching for other ways to do it. And I soon discovered that podcasting would be the great outlet for me because I can just, excuse me, talk and talk and talk. And I started looking into podcasting and learning ways of doing it. And I discovered that moms were my main focus. So I should stick with that. And they're always so busy and on the go, no time to stop because they're always doing everything for everyone else. So I figured this is a great way just to get right into their ears and help them out throughout their entire day. So I thought it was great. And being a mom myself and have been through stress of first having a family to take care of and working as well, then getting divorced and being a single mom and still having a child very dependent on me, plus still working 50 hours a week, um, quickly wore me out. And I started noticing, you know, some health issues with myself. So um, I noticed a lot of moms in that similar situation. And I have a bunch of life experience that I want to share. And I think it comes best when it's coming from your heart. So, um, I quickly dove into that and I mean, here I am now. 
So, yeah. Well, that is great. And I agree with the whole writing thing. I mean, it's not my strong point either. And I definitely don't have time to read blogs, even though I wish that I could. But I love podcasting because I can listen while I'm really busy, as all moms are so busy. Sometimes it's nice to be able to listen while we're multitasking. So as I said, I am a listener of your show. So I already know what your podcast is about. But for my listeners, can you give them an idea of the types of topics that you cover in your weekly show? Yeah, sure. Um, I cover three main topics, um, and they can all be broken down into many others. But my biggest one is first self-care, which includes self-love, appreciation, detox, happiness, and self-development. Then there's clean eating, which is like recipes and nutrition education. And then there's also fitness, which is mind, body, and soul fitness. So those are my three main topics that I try to stay within that realm. Well, that's great. And you can probably cover so many topics within those because we, I think they're very good topics. We all need help with fitness and food and self-care. So that's wonderful. So Lauren, since you deal with helping moms on a regular basis, let me ask you, what would you say is the most common struggle that you hear about? I'm sure there are lots, but do you find one topic coming up again and again? I find that it's so hard to pick one. It really is. I really had to think about this. And it came between two. But the one that I chose is change. People don't want to change their regular routine, even if it's not good for them. I've had many women come to me and tell me everything that they wanted. But then when I told them what it would take to actually get to that goal, they get scared because they're comfortable where they are and they don't want to feel like they have to change their entire world. But the thing is that they don't. So change. And I think that's just overall for everyone. Everyone is terrified of change because they don't know how it's going to change their world. But So how do you encourage them to change? Do you have pointers on that? Well, I think the best way to change something is just to do it step by step. You don't have to do major, major changes. It's, it's baby steps. You take a little at a time. And when people realize that, you know, say they want to change the way they eat, when they realize that they don't have to take out everything that they enjoy and everything that they love, it's kind of a game changer for them. But at the same time, they're still a little nervous. And that's okay because that's what I'm there to do for them. I'm, I'm there to help them and support them as a coach. That's what I do. So it can be quite an experience to go through that with someone and see them come out a completely different person. And even even better thing about it is that I was only the coach. They are the one who actually did it for themselves. Wow, that's great advice. I love that. So let's see, next question. Time, let's talk about time because I listened to your episode about this. Time is a huge struggle for so many of us. And I really loved your episode on magically creating time in your day. And I know you had a lot of points in there. You don't have to go over all of them, but maybe you could just share one of your tips for creating more time in the day. I think we can all use that. Sure, I think... I mean, there are some things that only some people can relate to, but I think this day and age, everyone can relate to this one specific thing, which is email and social media. You need to get off your phones and live your life. And when you can do that, 
you realize how much time you can make in your day. I mean, think about how many people who sleep with a cell phone next to them. And the first thing that they do when they wake up is they check their notifications. It's kind of crazy. I know I'm guilty of that. That's the first thing I do in the morning. And I don't know how to get out of that habit. It's I use my phone for an alarm clock. And so it's just a habit. I grab it and I check my email and it's I'm not even awake yet. So it's really a bad habit. It, it really is. I mean, I started putting it in another room and that also helps me get up earlier um, when I don't have to be up, but I want to be up. So Smart. that goes into something else that I spoke about in that show is getting up and doing things before everyone else wakes up. So just by using those two things, you're going to increase your productivity and your health in general. I mean, <clears throat> you can't rely on a phone all the time. It's nice to just shut down. And I believe so many people just need to go on a digital detox. That's true. And listeners, you need to go check out that episode that Lauren did because it was really informative and she had some great points on creating time in your day. So uh, I'm going to link to all of her things in the show notes so you can catch up with that after the show. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit, Lauren. I feel that women are amazingly strong We are great at multitasking, great at handling the home, kids, and work all at the same time. But one of the problems, though, that I see a lot of women face is that we neglect ourselves. We're great when we deal with every member of the family when they're in need, but oftentimes our own needs go out the window. And some of it, I think, is guilt. Perhaps we feel guilty to do anything for ourselves when we have so much to do or Perhaps we just don't make our own needs important enough. So many of us put ourselves last. So I'd love to hear your take on this and what can we do as moms to combat it? Okay, um, this is a good one. We need to remember that our families do need us first and we, as moms, will always be there. That's just in our nature. We will be there. Um, and we need to be present with them to take care of ourselves first is important. Um, and now I say first because I honestly do mean it. If you think about your family and the situation that you're in, just because you're crazy, busy, and just sometimes life seems out of control, most of the time families generally are happy. And I can tell you from an experience that I dealt with when I got divorced and I put all of my focus on my daughter and I was running myself into the ground and suddenly I had just, I actually had a panic attack while I was at work. And from that point on, I realized that she was as happy as she could be. And why was I putting myself on the back burner? What was the reason for this? I felt like I needed to compensate for something, but I didn't know what. I really, I really had no idea. She was happy. So if we go down that path that I did, it'll only cause exhaustion, breakdown, even emotional disasters, and all these lead to health issues, which is, again, what I was leaning towards. So in times of overwhelm or feeling guilt, just remember that our families don't want us suffering for them. They want us happy. Because like I always said, if mom's not happy, neither is the family. Kids take notice of this and they start to feel it too. It will just trickle down to the whole family and everyone will feel your stress. So you really need to take time for yourself, even if it's only 10 minutes a day to sit back, relax, take a walk, read a book, even have a glass of wine just to chill out. But 
We really need to put more focus on that, I believe, very strongly. Good. So that kind of ties in with my next question, which was actually about stress. So I don't know if you're going to have a different answer for this, but um, I think that we all get so stressed and our family place demands on us, our jobs place demands, and sometimes it just feels too much. And most of all, raising children is just extremely stressful, especially for my listeners who are in a blended family. So aside from finding time for ourselves with your fabulous ideas, what are some things we can do as moms to help alleviate stress, some things to calm us down and ground us when we feel like we're going to lose it? And I heard you say, sit down and take a few minutes for yourself and have a glass of wine or a bath. But what else do you think? Um, well, I actually have three things that I want to say about this particular one because I realized that it did go with the other one, but everything ties in together. So I'm just going to continue. Um, I suggest that you take a look at what is stressing you in your day. Is it really worth it? Is it a big issue or is it just something small that needs to be taken care of? You need to stop worrying about everything. They're probably just fine, but you're so used to reacting to everything because that's, again, what we can do as moms. We're so used to multitasking and that's not always a great thing. I have a very relaxed approach and I see things differently. I wouldn't call myself the average mom and throughout life, I really was never average. I never fit into a group. I always did things in my own way. And I think as I grew up and I got older, that just carried into the rest of my life. And I have to say I'm very proud of it because I think very differently. And I see a lot of things that even my friends are doing that they're just getting so stressed out over simple little things that sometimes they don't even really need to be taken care of at the moment. Um, and through motherhood, I've even let my daughter, she's going to be seven, since at a very young age, I've given her lots of power to make some of her own decisions because I want her to realize that her decision is important to me. So, for example, I let her pick her school lunches, and this has been going on since she's going to preschool. I give her two ideas, and I let her decide, so that doesn't give me any more stress, and I also have her help me make it, and it's just a nice bonding thing to have. So, if you can get help from the people that you live with, your family, that's huge. You have no reason that you need to do everything all yourself. Yeah, that's another thing I'm really guilty of. I just take everything upon myself. And Sean is always like, make me a list and tell me what to do to help. And I'm always like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just do it. But then I get really stressed out. So that's my fault. You know, I need to just relax and let somebody else do something, even if I think it's not going to be perfectly done the way I want it to be done, because that's a control thing that I have. So uh, great, great advice, Lauren. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, you want me to tell you the other two things? Oh, Yeah. I still got more. <laughs> Great. Um, another, another big thing is, and if, if you get anything out of this, so you get the one strong point from this podcast, is this one, is you need to be aware of your thoughts because they control everything. I mean, the minute that you get stressed, your cortisol will spike. And what cortisol does is it stores fat in your body because it's protecting yourself against the stress. So anytime you think of anything negative, 
something, say you got this negative self-talk in your head, it's going to cause stress. And it's very difficult to bring that stress level back down to normal. And this is why a lot of women hold on to excess weight, why they get headaches, stuff like that. So you need to be mindful of everything that's going on. And it might be hard. It's definitely hard. But I just wanted to get it into your head that this is super, super important. Just know what you're saying. Just try to be present with yourself and be honest with yourself and just go with that. And you can carry this over to every aspect of your life. It doesn't just have to be in your head. It could be other thoughts coming from other people. So, I, yeah, I strongly suggest that you just really start to understand what is going on in your own head. I agree with that. And before you move on to the last tip, uh, my advice for what you're talking about, because I have struggled with similar things, is that when a negative thought comes into my head, I try to replace it with something positive. So let's say, for instance, you look in the mirror and you say, I look disgusting today. Then you just right away replace that with, I look beautiful and I'm doing the best that I can or anything positive that you could say about yourself to just throw out that negative comment because... I agree. That can that is total self sabotage. So go ahead on to your exactly. last point. Okay, my last one, um, which I've been huge on my whole life, is um, we need to move. Humans are not built to sit, so you need to try to get up and move as much as you can mm-hmm. in any way that you like. It doesn't have to be going to the gym because so many people, first of all, they use the excuse of "I don't have the time," which in this case might be true. So you need to try to find something that you truly enjoy and something that will spark your excitement, something that you feel good with. And this is going to help you spark that good center in your brain. And in the end, you'll accomplish a lot more when you move, when you, it gives you a high. And you also experience that after the same thing as a workout, which will make you want to move more. It becomes, I want to call it an addiction. So this is another thing. It's, it's all about stress relief. All of this stuff will help you with that. Yeah, exercise certainly relieves my stress for sure. Okay, so the last question I have for you today is, as you and I know, stress and neglecting our own needs can cause health problems. So I want to talk to you a little bit about self-care For me, it means making sure that I exercise and eat clean, and I find that when I slack off on those, I start to have health issues. All kinds of things start to go wrong. So I'd love to know what you think about self-care and health-related issues. Sure. Self-care to me is at the very top of my list. If you don't take care of yourself seriously, you will suffer in many ways and most likely develop health issues as you get older, but it doesn't have to be that way. You want to think of self-care as your health care. You want to avoid the doctor by loving and taking extreme care of yourself. This can be done in so many ways. Um, Self-care could be a bubble bath. You can spruce it up with candles and wine, some soft music. You want to treat yourself like a queen. Um, You can go for a brisk walk to get your heart rate up, get a massage to relax, enjoy excuse me, enjoy a date with your man, go out and dance with your friends that you haven't seen in ages. And most importantly, you want to respect your body by only putting the best food in it. You want to really be aware of what you're eating because this will help and this will affect everything 
It could help or affect anything that you're doing in your life. So perfection in everyday life will drag you down. So stop trying to be everything to everyone. It's going to kill your spirit. That's great advice. Okay, Lauren, I feel like I could talk to you all day, but I think we ought to let the moms go enjoy their day. But before we go, I want to read a special poem. I had so many to choose from, but this is one of my favorites because it explains a woman's strength. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's called Why Women Cry. A little boy asked his mother, why are you crying? Because I'm a woman, she told him. I don't understand, he said. His mom just hugged him and said, and you never will. Later, the little boy asked his father, why does mother seem to cry for no reason? All women cry for no reason was all his dad could say. The little boy grew up and became a man, still wondering why women cry. Finally, he put in a call to God. When God got on the phone, he asked God, why do women cry so easily? God said, when I made the woman, she had to be special. I made her shoulders strong enough to carry the weight of the world, yet gentle enough to give comfort. I gave her an inner strength to endure childbirth and the rejection that many times comes from her children. I gave her a hardness that allows her to keep going when everyone else gives up and take care of her family through sickness and fatigue without complaining. I gave her the sensitivity to love her children under any and all circumstances, even when her child has hurt her very badly. I gave her strength to carry her husband through his faults and fashioned her from his rib to protect his heart. I gave her wisdom to know that a good husband never hurts his wife, but sometimes tests her strengths and her resolve to stand beside him unfalteringly. And finally, I gave her a tear to shed. This is hers exclusively to use whenever it is needed. You see, my son, said God, the beauty of a woman is not in the clothes she wears, the figure that she carries, or the way she combs her hair. The beauty of a woman must be seen in her eyes because that is the doorway to her heart, the place where love resides. And the author to that is unknown. What do you think, Lauren? Isn't that beautiful? It really is. Wow. I thought it was fitting for Mother's Day. Yeah, perfect. So, Lauren, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. Do you have anything you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, sure. Um, when you're happy and relaxed because you take care of yourself, these everyday little struggles, they tend to diminish, and things don't seem like that big of a deal anymore. That's great. And did you have something, a, a giveaway on the show that you wanted to talk about? Um, yeah, I'm going to have a giveaway that's going to be right on my site um, under the About page where I am. And it's going to be right there. You just sign up for it and send it right to your email. It's about creating healthy habits. And it's kind of like a little workbook type thing with tons of great goodies and info on there. So that'll be, that'll be up and going by the time this podcast is up. Okay, great. And that's at uh, com. Right, under About. Okay. And is there any other place you want the listeners to find you or just link to your website? Um, the website is definitely the best. However, you can find me on uh, Instagram under Daily Inspirations for Mamas. And uh, also Facebook. I'm at Lauren Jean Health Coach. 
Great. And don't worry, moms, I will post all of those links in the show notes for you if you can't write them down right now. And Lauren and myself would like to wish all the moms, stepmoms, and grandmas out there a wonderful, joyous Mother's Day. Enjoy the day with your family and loved ones. We love you, and we will see you next week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.